Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are back to discuss book number four. Power play. <laughs> and this is the first time we've been back in the studio since our first three episodes yeah. were released. So thank you to everybody who got in touch. We are blown away by your, your response. Yeah, we're thrilled with feedback. It's amazing. I know. Who who knew there were so many of us were scarred for life? <laughs> Kindred <laughs> spirits. It's indeed. <laughs> so a special thank you to everybody, including uh, uh, Charlotte Riley, who said that it made them laugh on public transport. I love that. that, that is, people laugh on public transport. Yeah, that is the dream. It is the dream. <laughs> yeah. um, so thank you to everybody who spread the word and and link to us and, you know, put up pictures on Instagram. And uh, it is hugely, hugely appreciated. So uh, you are the the Sweet Valley cheerleaders to our gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> and we need you. To, we need the support to get through this shit fest. Oh, God. It's, yeah. Ugh. Welcome. Well, <laughs> this book is just. It is terrible. It's so bad. Like, it's, I actually really genuinely, I know we mentioned this when we mentioned Robin before, but I'm not, this is a serious note. This is, this book is a genuinely terrible and damaging depiction of, first of all, it's incredibly fat phobic. Oh yeah. It's full of very nasty slurs being thrown at at Robin, but it's also kind of a manual for an eating disorder. A little bit, yeah. It's, it's. Pretty appalling. It's, it's really, really yeah. is. So just a heads up, if this is something that you might, you know, find too upsetting to, yeah. to listen to. We don't mind if you give it a skip. Okay. Yeah, we don't. We don't blame you. No, but, not um, in the least. But we are subjecting ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so it begins, I, I think this is one of the books um, which the author, whoever it was, has notions. Whoever's to blame. Whoever is to blame. Kate this? William. Damn it, Kate. Um, but yeah, I think she's got notions because it kind of begins with a, you know, they've got literary pretensions. Mm. It's There's a few sort of turns of phrase. I believe it's in the, the opening. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, the opening lines are, Elizabeth Wakefield didn't know how messy things would get with Robin Wilson and the sorority pledging until she was in too deep to back out. There is a bit of that, actually, isn't there? Mm. The kind of like, not quite the <laughs> usual style. No, trying a bit too hard. Mm. It's quite a cover as well. Oh, yeah, well... Two gals facing off. Yeah, well, yeah, how would you how would you describe that? It looks like the twins are about to shift, I think. That's how it, I would describe it. <laughs> it's a bit intense. It actually does. And Doesn't I'm not, it? I'm not even sure which is which. The yeah, vote, I mean, the, I'm presuming this is Jessica. I did. Elizabeth always has like the hair pinned back with the barrettes. Oh, that is true. Classic barrettes. You um, can't see them, but you know they're there. Je- <laughs> you just know. You do. She's <laughs> barrettes of the mind. Yes. Well, and Jess has got sort of the feathered look going on. She's a bit of a princess die. Yeah. A, a tribute to the Queen of Hearts. <gasps> um, God, but not forgotten <laughs> by Jessica. Uh, yeah, and they're sort of just looking at each other. So yeah. we do some some taglines and let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So the cover tagline. Cover tagline: The Wakefield twins have taken sides against each other. What game changer? <laughs> and the back blurb. Well, it's kind of repeating, really. Oh, okay. Elizabeth and Jessica in a tug of war. Ooh. Only it was a literal tug of war. <laughs> might be more fun. Might have been less offensive. Exactly, indeed. A feat of strength. Oh, God. So, Speaking of offensive, like, straight off the bat, oh, it's Jesus. bad. So, yeah, you know, just, I feel like I should apologise, you know. We apologise for all uh, of this in advance. Bear in mind, we are okay. not endorsing any of this. God, not at all. Nonsense. No. Uh, okay, so our back to is... Chubby Robin Wilson has been following Jessica around for months. 
First, she wanted to be her friend. Now she wants to join Pi Beta Alpha, Sweet Valley High's snobby sorority. When Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, nominates Robin for the sorority, Jessica is furious. (laughs) Robin may be friendly and smart, but she's certainly not beautiful or popular enough to be a Pi Beta. Oh, lads. Jessica's determined to find a way to keep Robin out. But Elizabeth is just as determined to make Robin a sorority sister. Soon the twins are locked in a struggle that develops into the biggest power play at Sweet Valley High. It kind of does, actually. I mean, it's it's all very It's a school intense. divided. Like. It really is. I mean, I'm not going to give anything away. There are literal placards oh, yeah. towards the end. It kicks off. But um, it starts off with... Uh, with with Liz, we, we find out that she's she's just too busy with the Oracle to be involved in Pi Beta <laughs> Alpha, and yet inexplicably, she's still in it. Yeah, like just don't just leave. Like yeah, what, I, it made no sense that she joined just to please Jessica. To please, yeah, it's like Jessica's grand. She can look yeah. after herself. I'm sure she'd get over it, especially yes. if you don't even turn up to meetings I know. or whatever. What's the point of being in it? Uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, she she is still in it. And um, then Mrs. Wilson, Robin's mother. Yeah, she rings the house, doesn't yeah. she? And it's like, I'm looking for Robin. And also, she's so unhappy and she might drop out of school. And this is like she, classic confessing things to Elizabeth to for no good reason. There's, I'm like, a grown woman and oh, a stranger and yeah. I'm ringing and crying at I'm you. Literally crying. This, tell the 16-year-old that I don't know about my daughter's problems. Oh, like, very, that's not cool, Mrs. Wilson. No, <laughs> Come on. very seriously, appropriate <laughs> parenting. Not on. Um, so yeah, she cries and says that Robin is just obsessed with Sweet Valley High but she she also I believe says that she reveals that she thinks that Jessica is Robin's best friend yeah I think Jessica's been kind of stringing her along a bit and getting yes. to, like run errands for her and stuff yeah which kind and of happened like, in the last one when she in yeah, um, she playing with to, fire she got her to do some sneaking that's right yes she was her like yeah her her, her proxy yeah I was trying to think of the word her that's cheating exactly. her cheating, <laughs> her pro- cheating proxy um, but yeah she's getting her to run around and oh yeah and pick up her dry cleaning and yeah. I have like what's with these kids and their dry cleaning 16 they're so like, in the last book wasn't it like Bruce was getting was, Jessica to pick up his dry cleaning yes. it's like where are you going with all this fucking dry cleaning I don't think like if I had anything that needed to be dry cleaned when I was that age it was a coat and it got cleaned once a year if ever like, <laughs> yeah actually good point I still have stuff I was like oh it's dry clean only uh, I'm just never going to wear it yeah like, might as well just throw it in the skin. Yeah, it's not going to happen and, um, I think we all do well that's oh, if we were in Sweet Valley well. we'd be exploiting people to <laughs> do it for us Jesus apparently yep um, but it turns out and this is another inexplicable nonsense Jessica is the president that's of Pi right. Beta Alpha yeah. but she only joined it like three books ago yeah she rose through the ranks pretty quickly there. Very quickly. Did she? I think yeah. she killed someone. Oh my God, she definitely did. <laughs> it's like, oh, the presidency has mysteriously... It's mine. ...has become available. There's some, uh, yeah, showgirls being thrown down steps Ooh. kind of action going on there. Oh, I, I wish we had got to see it. <laughs> the marbles being thrown. Would it make for a better book than this? Like, Actually, it would. Wouldn't it? I would have read... That power struggle I would be into. Yes. But this is just terrible. Yeah, that would have been sort of camp fun. Yeah. Rather like well, showgirls. Absolutely. But instead, this is just dreck. (laughs) Well, I mean, Liz is actually, she's sort of amused by how awful Jessica is. Like, she's sort of like, she's kind of on the sidelines. Oh, isn't this ghast? (laughs) Is it? It's not really. Not really. (laughs) But then she, she encounters Robin. She She does. Poor Robin has turned up at the house, I think, to... I don't know, drop off Jessica's dry cleaning. Or do some other (laughs) scrubber shoes. Yeah, and Jessica's not there. So Elizabeth is like, oh, there she is now. Oh, yeah. And hang on, what does Elizabeth say about her? She's like, true, she was a little overweight, as her mother had said. Much more than a little, actually. But she always seemed so cheerful and friendly. Fuck off, Liz. Oh, my God. God. I mean, such a wagon. She really is. She's a patronizing (laughs) bitch. She really is. She's so judgmental. Like, it's just not on. And she's sort of like, I mean, it's a trademark image in later books. There's a lot of books that is her, that's Liz sort of looking patronizingly yeah. at some poor sap just judging with a hand on yeah. their shoulder oh like God. for you yeah. I'm actually surprised that wasn't the cover here yeah but um, but no but she, she does manage to uh, internally patronize Robin <laughs> and Robin of course immediately starts eating Oh yeah, she eats like two massive chocolate bars while yeah. she's just sitting there talking to her. It's 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 grotesque. Weird. It's yeah. it's like the the author think anybody who isn't a perfect size. This six, is how they carry on. Clearly. They just eat sweets all day long. 
yeah. and get through two bars of chocolate in yeah. 10 minutes. In 10 I mean, seconds. Like, nothing yeah. wrong with that, but it's clearly there to show. To, yeah. Look at this. They're making a point here. And Out of control. It's not good. And Elizabeth is like, she was convinced Robin's heaviness was due to the way she ate, especially if this was typical. Like, oh, oh, are you a doctor now? Yeah. Oh, oh, well done. Then. Well done for <laughs> yeah. your little diagnosis. diagnosis. You know nothing about her. Ugh. You literally, as far as we can tell, talked to her for the first time in the yeah. last book. You've just met her pretty much. In which, like. and also, uh, in the last book, you kind of used her and Winston to, when you were going off looking at the droids. Oh, yeah. Was that even two books ago? So, yeah, like, yeah. you do not get to nah. be the sort of, you've no moral high ground here. None whatsoever. Get down off that high horse. <sighs> But uh, yeah, Robin is blind to Jessica's true nature, basically. Yeah, she's convinced that they actually are best friends, and it's like, oh, I know it is. It's pretty poor sad. Robin. But she's um, uh, Liz agrees to sponsor Robin. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, because Jessica has been saying all along that she'll do it, and Liz is like, she's not going to do it. Yeah. So she tries to sort of trick. Um, or Liz into well not so much trick trick by omission she <laughs> doesn't tell Liz that there's a Pi Beta Al nomination meeting oh yeah but Liz knows about it yeah. and she's like oh didn't I tell you <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit where she is like a panto villain where Liz is saying she's going to sponsor Robin and Jess in the background is literally whispering we'll see about that <laughs> Oh, we'll see. <laughs> it's like keep keep that you know in uh, to yourself. Just laying up a storm in the corner. <laughs> what a genius! I'm gonna narrate all my schemes. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Well, in secrets, didn't she like go around the house whistling, oh, whistling nonchalantly in her own house? Like I'm not doing anything. <laughs> oh, it's actually really not oh, surprising God. that um, you know she she clearly is. A shameless schemer, <laughs> and she's just narrating all her craziness as she goes along. But um, oh god, yeah, they they have the meeting, the Pi Beta Alpha meeting, and yes, and uh, Liz pledges Robin. She does, and everybody kind of assumes that Jess is on board with this, and no one dared object to a friend of the Wakefield twins. Ooh, Heaven for how fucking could they? <laughs> But the PBAs are all kind of bitches about it as well, aren't they? Oh, of course they are, her name yeah. comes up, they're like, ooh, her? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, they're monsters. Up. <laughs> it's literally only the power of the Wakefields yeah. that s- makes them agree to the nomination. That's true, yeah. You're right. If it was anyone else, they'd just been like, no, no, no way. I'm not having no. her. No. Um, bitches. So, yeah, and Jessica says loads of really awful, nasty things, like, that are just really just nasty fat phobic things oh, yeah. and I just keep thinking of somebody reading this who had had stuff like this said to them in school yeah. and like Jessica is not meant to be an out and out villain no like she's you know you're not even an anti-hero because she's like the darling Wakefield yeah, twin exactly. it's like everyone loves her it's like god why but she's getting away with saying all these these awful these awful things yeah which is is pretty loathsome really it is and then they turn up to tell her the uh, they or they tell her the news. They do. So isn't it like it's Jessica, Cara, and Lila turn up at Robin's house? Yes, trooping in like Mean Girls. I know it's kind of like Heather's a little bit. Yeah, mm. now that should be the you know they're making a remake. They're remaking Heather's in what? a TV series. Really? Yeah, it's going to be set in the eighties. No, it looks like it's oh. set now, okay. and it looks like the targets of like the Heather's themselves. Which, if they weren't the villains, mm. would be cool. Is like there's one, at least one of them is a girl of color. Another is okay. is uh, is actually a larger size than the average okay. teen heroine, though still obviously quite not skinny. Yeah. And the others kind of uh, presents in a gender queer way. So okay. you're thinking, okay, that's cool if you're having you know the, a wider range of people yeah. on your show. But like the whole thing with Heather's is that they were like white blonde bitches. Horrible well, people. Chad and Doherty. But, <laughs> but you know, very waspy again. Like, yeah. About the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't really say the people in marginalised groups are now suddenly so popular that they Yeah, are, they can go around bullying people. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, and Veronica really is like crazy. a blonde <laughs> sort of cutesy looking. What? Well, blondish. She's no one on a rider yeah, anyway. Oh, come on. So, um, so, yeah, I would rather see Lila, Cara and Jessica. Absolutely. As the Heathers. Oh my God, me too. Yeah, there is no Veronica in this. <laughs> <laughs> veronica Exactly. But yeah, they tell her the news. Yes, and she's super excited. And yeah, what really annoyed me actually, one of the many things that really annoyed me, like she's really like super friendly 
and generous and she's like as soon as they come in she's like can I get you something would you like a milkshake and it's yeah. like and they're like repulsed by it and it's like yeah. why would you not want a milkshake why are you such rude bitches <laughs> so like, rude yeah oh they're awful it's like who doesn't like milkshakes I know and of course, so that is, you know, the only language that Robin can express things in yeah. is, is cakes. Cakes. Yeah, it's, she eats an entire cheesecake when they leave because she's so excited. Yeah. And the thing is, nothing wrong with eating cakes, but Absolutely it's so clearly, not. it's like this yeah. shorthand for, it's just like hammering. She's fat and this is why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's clearly not seen as it's, like, yeah, the cake is cool. Uh. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she's, she's, she's given some pledges Oh yeah, they kind of haze her, don't they, or whatever the terminology yeah. is. Like Greek system, I man. I don't even know. They make him, they make her do pledges. Yeah. So at one stage, they find out the first pledge. Todd and Liz are getting it on. So <laughs> well, as much as they ever do, which is very much. Um, and they find Robin, and she's wearing shorts and a vest, and she's jogging around the school track. Around the track. And she's literally being harassed by the monsters. Mm. Of Sweet Valley Heart. Yeah, they basically just stand there and bully her while she runs around the track. Yeah. It's and this is like... horrible. These people are supposedly like... They're not even just the Heather. They're not presented as Heather. No. They're presented as like, this is Sweet Valley's popular crowd. Yeah. And they're, they're just hurting abuse at some poor girl who's running uh, around. It's really horrible. They're, and she has to draw... There are challenges that she has to jog five times around the track every day mm. for a week. For a week, yeah. Um, which would actually probably kill me. Yeah. Um, oh god! Like just thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I, no, I know. <laughs> it would not but, be able. But she does it. She does. Fair play to her. Yeah, despite all their fucking abuse and like oh, just horrible behaviour. I know. She's. Mm. I mean, she's already just in terms of determination. Yeah. If not, you know, motivation. Give that girl a medal. Exactly. Sweet. Um, and then there's an, a second pledge. Um, she has to go to the beach. She's very upset when she hears about this. Yeah. So she comes to Elizabeth. Aww. And she's genuinely really, and it's actually quite upsetting. It is. I'd be upset if I did do it. Oh my god, I would not do it. No. She has to go to the beach in a bikini and play volleyball. And play volleyball. Ugh. And it's just so nasty. But yeah. this is what a case where Liz is actually nice. I mean, she's still thinking slightly judgmental. Things. Of course, it's yeah. I mean, it's Liz. Yes, <laughs> but she is quite nice to Robin. She asks her to join her and. Her pals. That's right. They all kind of go along with her, like moral support, so she's not just there on her own. Yeah, being she's, made fun of. Yes, um, but of course she still is made fun of. Well, yeah, because Bruce is there and he's a dick. So that was yeah, he he has a particularly terrible, and yet strangely awkwardly constructed line. He says, um, "Anyone into blubber would call your moves awesome." Yeah, that's such a weird turn of yeah. phrase. Like, it's not a very catchy. Just go back to being an old-time abuse. gangster, Bruce. Yeah, like, right, like, hey, pups, <laughs> <laughs> come out the right speak easy. <laughs> that's you know that's what you want. Yeah. This is just really awkwardly phrased. Very awkward. But um, yeah, he's he's not even effect an an effective abusive arsehole yeah um, <laughs> can't even bully properly I know but sadly he's still in in Robin's life yes she does you know, she does she spends the day on the beach in a bikini playing volleyball fair play to her yeah um, gets through it and I suppose they probably expected her to just bail and yeah I think they expected her to either yeah. not do it or to turn up and as soon as the um, monster squad got <laughs> hold of her as they are now known yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Sweet Valley Monster Squad. Yep. Um, they thought that she just went away. And mm. she, she sticks it out. Yeah, she does stick it out. Yeah. And, you know, she even has a little bit of fun with, with Todd and Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth and Enid. And I think George, yeah. <laughs> George is there as well. George is there, yeah. hunky George. But then, pledge three. Yes. And she's really upset by this. this is a, yeah, this is a tough one. So, when you reveal... So yeah, she has to somehow get Bruce Patman to take her to this the book dis- dance, the disco <laughs> marathon, <Yay>. another <laughs> dance, four dances, four books. Yep, uh, we are well, keeping it going. <laughs> I think there might even be more than four. I think some of them have at least two. Sure, two. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, there's a lot. They might of start off with a dance and then finish with a dance. Yep. You just you know bookend it with dances. Exactly, it's a dance sandwich. <laughs> With some sweet valley poop in the, the middle. middle. <laughs> um, yeah, this one is the disco marathon. Amazing. Sorry, I didn't join you in the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I it. Well, it's quite it's quite a name. Um, it's great. So Liz actually feels a bit guilty because she's like, 
the only reason well she's thinking it she doesn't say it but yeah. she feels that she herself kind of pushed you know she pledged Robin mm. into this yeah and now that it's basically become an excuse to bully Robin yeah so she feels guilty which is actually quite human it's true yeah it's, you know, it's unexpected t- emotion for yes <laughs> so she feels she she realises that she is responsible um, and she tells Robin she's like I've I'll make sure of it. Yeah. We'll get in. It's going to happen. And she does really mean it. She does. Um, so she thinks to herself, Bruce prides himself on three things. His black Porsche, his good looks, and his tennis. Which <laughs> is his greatest weakness. His <laughs> <laughs> kryptonite. Uh, and I would have thought it would be one Bruce would. Surely. But it's not. Yeah. Apparently. Foiled by tennis, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Achilles heel. <laughs> so she, he turns, she, Liz turns up at the tennis court mm. and Bruce thinks it's Jessica up for another. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Another go around. <laughs> <laughs> behind the, behind the, by the, the bins. By the bins. <laughs> oh, God. what a prospect. Um, but it's not. They, she, he soon realises that it's the other, the other Wakefield. The other Wakefield. <laughs> He's immune to his charms. Yes. So she basically bribes him. Yes, she's going to write a big flattering article about him in the Oracle about how amazing he is at tennis. Yeah, and because he is an egomaniac who <laughs> assumes that, oh, well, obviously she's, you know, people will want to read this. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's up for it. He is. And he also gives us one of his amazing gangster lines. Oh, it's so Jared. good. I absolutely love it. <laughs> um, so Bruce Patman spun his racket. He shook his head back and forth, struggling with the decision. Finally, he spoke. All right, I'll take her. But I want my picture in, see? A big one. <laughs> and tell her I whipped that guy at Palisades. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that I, mean, I presume he's holding a Tommy gun? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I presume so, too. <laughs> Look at me, ma! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's, yeah. So good, I love it. Oh he's man. so awful, but God, I love he's, him all the time again. <laughs> me too. He's so entertainingly terrible. Well, it, sometimes oh, he's just awful in this, well, but that is a great moment. But that is so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Liz. Liz is kind of enjoying the battle now. She's getting into it. She's like, she is. We're she's you know, stuck in. She's enjoying the, the thrill of the fight. She's <laughs> yeah. sure she's going to win. Um, so Robin does ask Bruce, and then. Uh, is astonished when he says yes. He says yes, and yeah, she did not see that coming. No, so she sort of runs around hysterical. <laughs> well, they're like Winston that time when one of the Wakefields oh, kissed God. her on the cheek and yeah. he ran around whooping like a chimpanzee. chimpanzee. Not a good look. Yeah, Mm-mm. they're they're very emotional some of the body students. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, uh, Liz worries that um, Robin is putting a bit too much faith in in this dance thing that suddenly she's going to be like it's going to turn everything around for her yeah yeah yeah. she's going to finally be in with the in crowd yeah Uh, poor Robin Hmm. (sighs) and of course that Robin's dreams are not fulfilled no so she um, she arrives at the dance Todd and Liz are there and she comes in (sighs) quote wearing a prettier tent dress than usual oh it's so shit dabbing with faint like it's not even praise and actually like every time they describe Robin's clothes it's a tent dress or like mm. a tent robe when she's at the beach literally every time yes, her clothes it's a are tent. described it's a tent like, like you know you can what? you can get stylish clothes <laughs> also like she's maybe she's been in costs ahead of her time there you go They've got plenty of tents in there. They're pretty cool. <laughs> like um, tents tents. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think they're meant to be implying that it's she's wearing a cool tent. Yeah, it's not a flattering thing, no. apparently. And when she comes in with Bruce, she's radiant in her tent. <laughs> and then Bruce says something really, really shitty. He says, do you want to quote him or will I? Go for it. It's pretty bad. Okay, I brought you to the dance, tubby. I've got better things to do now. Hey, Anybody want to steer the Queen Mary around the floor tonight? She's all yours. See, Ugh. that does not make... Old-timey gangsterness does not make up no, for being so doesn't. awful. And understandably, Robin is devastated. She's so upset. Yeah. She's quite realistically dedicated. See, this is the thing with this book. is that sometimes people, rare moments, they actually act like... Real people. Real people <laughs> in it. Yeah. So... Um, She's she's devastated and she, she runs away and Liz tries to cheer her up at the lose but Robin is just in a sort of an orgy of self-hatred. That's yeah. really sad. 
she's yeah she's just not having it and uh, she wa- she li- runs out she does <laughs> there's a funny bit where Liz is like you have such a pretty face then she's like oh wait she actually does have a pretty <laughs> face like oh my god who knew <laughs> who knew that a fat girl could be pretty because I'm clearly equating <laughs> fatness and hideousness yeah, yeah that's that's the way it goes in the terrible sweet body world oh, sucks um so yeah, Alan Waters, the photographer of the Oracle, uh, who I don't believe has been mentioned before now. He's no, just like, who the fuck is he? <laughs> <laughs> he just crops like, up. Who is this dude? <laughs> and she, um, Liz, asks Alan to stop Robin for some reason. Oh yeah, because I think Todd and Bruce are like facing off in the gym because Todd's about to bait the head off Bruce for what he did. <laughs> so Robin's like, like, go Todd. Yeah, fair enough. Like, got more Todd fisticuffs. Yeah. I actually, Bruce deserves a yeah. smack. Todd's a wild man. He'll uh, yeah. go down on him. <laughs> <laughs> he really will. Remember what he did to Rick Adler. <laughs> so, never saw it coming. Oh, so yeah, Robin um, is pursued by Alan and he tries to get her to stop and she yells at him and it's actually she's kind of realistically angry yeah like she's really angry for the first time as well she might be yeah absolutely um, and uh, and then they kind of bond yeah she kind of feels bad for taking Take- it out on him when he was just trying to be nice yeah and he um, actually was being nice and he nice. does seem like a decent dude in fairness. yes this yeah. is true he's not he's not a Winston no he's not a nice <laughs> not guy nice guy <laughs> um, yeah. so they sort of bond over the fact they like old films yes and they talk about Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. It's actually quite sweet. That's very cute. Yeah, genuinely, it's quite cute. And um, Robin tells him, like, oh, just go back to the dance. And he says, no, we should go back together. And they do. They do. And they have a little dance. Yeah. Um, But of course, this all means that Robin has passed the test. Yeah. Mm. And someone's not happy about that. And that someone is Jessica. Of course. Um, She's, in fact, she's not just unhappy, she's enraged. She's furious. She's kind of ranting, like she's really. She's gone full on, kind of. She's with Sunset Beach villain, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> she really has. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and Liz is kind of, you know, she's really, she feels guilty about putting, you know, Robin through all this because obviously she asked Bruce to to go to the dance with her. Yeah. She manages to um, make it to the actual vote session. Yes. Um. And she doesn't tell Liz about the voting session until Liz asks. And she's like, oh, I was planning to vote for you. Yeah. Mm. Unlikely. Yeah. So Jess um, is enraged. Yes. That she's, Robin passed the She's edge. so angry. And um, she's uh, she's she warns Liz basically it's not over yet. Oh yeah, she's she's still <laughs> she's still in panto villain mode. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, of course they still have to have a formal vote. Yes. And Liz thinks it's going to be a done deal mm. because she passed the test. Yeah, she passed the test. So you know what's what's the big issue? But Jess is like. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she will, and maybe she won't. Um, and also, she wasn't going to tell Liz about the voting. She said, "Oh, I was going to vote for you." Yeah, sneaky bitch. Oh, she really is. <laughs> um, so it comes to the vote. Suzanne Hanlon is automatically voted in because her father has a Rolls Royce. <laughs> That's the criteria, people. <laughs> yeah, well, Suzanne is very fancy. There's a later book where she tries to change Ken Matthews and make him fancy too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this uh, is her that first is appearance. Her. Yeah, it's a fancy uh, lady. But then they vote for Robin and they all go around because it's very, it's very old timey. So they're putting black and white or Marbles, white balls like, yeah, yeah, into, into a little a box. Little, little lacquered box. Yeah. It's very fancy. Oh, it really is. Like what sort of high school is? Well, why, why am I even asking? Like, I know. <laughs> we know yeah. it's an alternate dimension. It's not. <laughs> yes. It's not real life. Very, very not real Quite life. Quite removed. Um, but when they open the box, mm. there's one black ball. She's been blackballed. She really has. Yeah. And, um, Liz knows that like none of the Pi Betas would have voted against a friend of a Wakefield twin. An alleged friend of the Wakefields. Yeah, so yeah. only a Wakefield twin could have voted against her mm. and that means... It's Jessica. It is Jessica. In a completely and <laughs> shocking move. And they tell Robin in Casey's ice cream parlour. Yeah. And she's just kind of broken by it. It's, yeah, it's really horrible. Like Liz goes along as like... Oh, so it'll soften the blow or something? Yeah, which I suppose she kind of has to. She's taking she's, responsibility. Yeah, she's, that's it's true. actually not that bad. She also bad. just kind of sits there and it's like, well, Robin's just out of there because she's had it with the yeah. bitches. Well, there is one quite good bit where Jess is just being kind of a, just a 
Wagon. vile yeah. bitch to Robin and Liz actually tells her to shut up oh that's right she does so no one tells Jessica to I shut know, up so that is actually quite refreshing um, good, yeah. so Robin runs off crying there isn't any reason for me to go on Aww. so and and Jess is just like oh yeah well she's just she's upset she'll be fine yeah um, but Liz is really worried yes and so she Liz goes for some advice to none other there oh. Mr. <laughs> Collins he's so hot <laughs> he's like a young Robert, Robert Redford <laughs> uh, with the strawberry blonde locks um, and Mr. Collins I mean I know he's got very inappropriate boundaries <laughs> what boundaries <laughs> yeah oh good point very true um, but he actually does he's quite sensible he basically says that the only way the Pi Beta Alphas can feel superior is by keeping other people out mm. He's not wrong. He isn't wrong. So um, uh, Liz thinks like, oh, this sounds like something for the Oracle. So she turns to her pen. Ace reporter Liz, Liz yeah. McField is on the case. She is. And she's not, uh, she's she's not just writing, did Cara W and Lila F? Shit gossip. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually an editorial. Oh, yeah. And it's got quite a good title. Well, good for Liz it's good it is because it's because it's true that's basically the only criteria Mm -hmm. Um, snobbery is alive and well in Sweet Valley High oh my god no shit (laughs) (laughs) it really is and uh, it causes a sensation it does Jessica's furious though oh she's she's not having it she's not having it and she calls Liz Elizabeth Wakefield Buzinski. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Jessica Byrne. Ooh. <laughs> Hot. Um, and she blames Liz for Robin's woes because she basically says, you got her hopes up and you helped her pass all her tests. And, which is kind of also true a little bit. It is true, but at the same time, she should have automatically got in. If yeah, she, she should have. Like, she got through the tests. So yes. Come on. So Jessica not like allowing her to pass that final hurdle is yeah, monstrous it is um, so Robin's off sort of disappears for a few days yeah and then she returns and it's not good she's not the same Robin at all no the, mm. the light has gone out of her eyes she's Aww. kind of just it's kind of a broken person it's yeah, actually really sad it's really sad it's like she's all just stony faced and like she's just walking around doesn't school. talk to anyone just looks straight ahead and kind of yeah, like, like, she's, like she's having like, oh. a severe depressive she was so episode. And friendly before, like they really made a point of her being super cheerful and friendly, bouncy, and yeah, like she sounded lovely, and they broke her. Yeah, they literally did yeah. break her, like using their I don't know psychological torture techniques. And she doesn't even want to talk to Liz. She blanks Jess. Which I love that Liz, she blanks Jess. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. And, and even Liz is just like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but she just she's just going around staring straight ahead. She's yeah. not engaging with anybody. No. It's um. It's pretty sad. And then, and this is, uh, like, this is seriously trigger warning mm. for anybody who has experience of disordered eating yeah. and uh, exercising. Because um, bear in mind, everything that we're going to say is basically presented as being a good thing. Yeah. She starts running around the track every day, mm-hmm. like, dozens of times. Yeah, like, too much. Yeah. And... Um, she compares uh, her her state of mind when Liz talks to her. She says it's like when in the Iliad, the Greeks and Trojans were under a god's spell and then they woke up and they could see things more clearly. Ooh. And you'd like to think <laughs> that she could see things more clearly and realise this, this system is bullshit. Yeah. I am not. PBAs are a bunch of wagons. I don't want any part of it anyway. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, not conforming to their crazy yeah. standards. Screw these kids. They suck. They're awful yeah. everyone in the school is awful yeah. I'm going to find some friends who like <laughs> yeah, me I'm going to find some sound people yeah um, but no she doesn't um, she is basically putting herself through not very healthy exercise and eating patterns so she can conform to their ideal yeah um, the only person she can bear to, to talk to is Liz of course and Liz notices that at lunch and this is like she's just eating lettuce two slices of tomato Oof. and a hard-boiled egg oh. instead of her usual lunch, French fries and double burgers. Oh, come on. And uh, she mentions to Robin, like, oh, you've lost weight and Robin's kind of sarky about it. And then Liz asks, this is their ho- their sole sop to the idea that Robin yeah. clearly is it's starving like herself. covering their asses, so it's like, ooh. Well, we didn't <laughs> encourage people to, <laughs> yeah. you know, eat a, eat a lettuce a day. Yeah. Um, 
she says basically she, she hopes that Liz is, or that Robin is losing weight the right, the right way. way yeah and Robin says if you're asking me if I'm starving myself to death I wouldn't give the PBAs the satisfaction and Liz is just like oh Robin I think you're terrific oh god like, well, well I guess that's fine then yeah <laughs> clearly this isn't damaging behavior at all yeah so you're compulsive constant exercising oh, and eating absolutely a slice of lettuce yeah. and a tomato Ugh. slice not even a tomato yeah just a slice of one two slices of tomato oh man so Grim. basically she's starving herself yep. and um, exercising all the time and basically loses about 10 stone in about a week, which is always a very, oh God. like something's wrong in some ways for most people. Yeah. Obviously, every, obviously everybody's different, but in general, losing a huge amount of weight in a very short space of time is not mm, healthy. Not a good plan. And uh, yeah, when Liz says, I think you're terrific, the expressionless eyes become briefly warm. Oh, fucking hell. It's like, mm, this is a really positive story. God. Well done, Robin. You dead-eyed starving <laughs> zombie. Um, and then, oh my, it actually just gets worse. It gets worse. I, I know it's hard to believe because it's been pretty terrible. But um, Liz gets a note in the article about the cheerleading tryouts, and who's on the list? It's Robin. It's Robin, and. Uh, Robin says, I think, or Liz says, I think it's to Jess, she's getting popular in a big way since she lost the weight and made herself over. Like, yeah, and what I can't figure is like, are the kids really that shallow that yeah. that's literally all she had to do to be popular? Because she's not talking to anyone. Oh, that's exactly. She's not interacting with anyone in school. She's literally walking around like a it's, zombie, but because yeah. she's skinny now, she's that, stu- like, that's enough to make her popular. That is, I, I was wondering the same thing yeah. because I think that is literally That's what they're saying. Pretty much, isn't it? It's like, like, well, she's popular now because she's skinny. But there's nothing like she's back to her cheerful self. Yeah. No, no she's still she's like still staggering around. anyone <laughs> just fucking running around that track. <laughs> running around the track like and bunny. going around the corridors staring in front of her yeah. with the, you know, eyes of the damned. <laughs> um, but, uh, but she has a healthy glow and suddenly everyone doesn't recognise her and one day she turns up at school and she looks so hot that Bruce walks into a door <laughs> second Bruce <laughs> and, I, and uh, yeah there's another uh, if only he was talking about a, a, like an old timey gangster now yeah. Liz says she just moved here from Mars they call her Wrecker Wilson and Bruce says <laughs> she can wreck me anytime <laughs> wow what a beauty awesome <laughs> what he's so bad at talking when he's not being a gangster it's like he just cannot string a sentence together <laughs> You really can't. Just put on that pinstripe suit and leave yeah, it back. Yeah, come on. Do your little Jimmy Cagney voice. Yeah. That's what we want. That's all we want. Um, but Robin, of course, enters the cheerleading tryout and inexplicably Ugh. is not only picked, despite the fact she's never done any cheerleading before. There's no she, mention of her ever being like interested, like, in, interested in that or have gymnastic abilities. Yeah, she's just running like... like uh, being skinny makes you a good cheerleader, yeah. I guess. That's all it takes. And immediately, she's made co-captain. Co-captain. With Jessica. Oh, God. And she do- actually, in, in some Sweet Valley continuity, she actually does stay co-captain. She does, yeah. For like, the rest of the series, really. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and Liz interviews her and she's all happy because she's skinny. <sighs> That's literally it. It's so grim. Yeah, it's, and... Off the record, Liz asks what it's like to shove it down their throats. throats, And Robin laughs for the first time in months. Oh, God. And says, heavenly. That sounds really healthy. Yeah. I, you haven't laughed for months. Oh, God. Um, and you've starved your, and won yourself into being a cheerleading captain. Yeah. And now your only laugh is the grim laugh of triumph. Oh, God. Over your enemies. Jesus. But your soul is broken and you can yeah, never like know all true for joy. Revenge, but at what cost? I, I mean, know. come you on. Could, you could have some revenge that, you know, didn't involve conforming yeah. to your enemies. Um, you know, if you want to lose weight, cool. But I don't think her motivations... It was... Yeah. None no, of this is not, healthy. Not good. Um, and... Uh, and Robin actually drops some truth bombs. She really does. I actually literally had truth bombs written down really? there as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, t- tell everyone about the truth bombs. Oh, God. She she basically gives her some home truths about Jessica. She does. She's just like had it with Jessica. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Yeah, she's like, I thought you just might be as rotten as your sister. <laughs> no one talks about Jessica like that. <laughs> and she says to Liz, you don't want to face up to what kind of person Jessica is. True. Yeah, very true. Like, seriously, if listen only, to the girl. If only any of this went in. Uh. And then Liz, inexplicably, after this, feels she and Robin were becoming close friends. 
Why? Like, how? What? She just told you that, that your you sister were, sucks. Your sister sucks, <laughs> and you're a gullible Idiot. enabler. Yeah, which is which is all true. Mm. But I don't know why you think, you know, inexplicably after this conversation, you're becoming close friends. Um, and then there's an awful line where you know because Anne Wellman's she's gorgeous and she's popular and yeah. she's co-captain of the cheerleading team <laughs> somehow God. and everybody at Sweet Valley High even Elizabeth gradually forgot there had ever been a fat and ugly oh, Robin but Robin would always remember wow <sighs> just let that just sit there yep can't even think of anything to say about <laughs> that um, and then Golden Liz gets a rejection herself she has been rejected by the Sweet Valley News oh that's right <laughs> Oh, the dictionary, her trademark dictionary, couldn't save her. That that Hemingway aspiration of hers. So, um, yeah, she's got a, she's she's been rejected, Mm. but um, it looks like she may have a chance to to redeem herself because there's another competition. Hooray! Jess wants to be Miss Sweet Valley High. Oh God, the football queen. (laughs) Because that's also a thing. And they actually do refer to like her mother her other titles oh that's right Jessica's like I think I'm the logical choice actually since I was voted queen of the fall dance <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> does that give her oh. maybe now she's sort of sweet valley aristocracy so, well, <laughs> nay royalty <laughs> she's not just like the duchess oh, of sweet valley high yeah. or like countess sweet valley high <laughs> she's the queen oh, um, so yeah she refers to all her other titles and she clearly feels that gives her the divine right that's, of kings that's how it works <laughs> Um, but every there's an insane bit where every beauty in Sweet Valley High drops their overalls and sneakers and starts like dancing around because <laughs> they all came to work to school dressed like mechanics before now. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like it's like this a, the campus resembles a fancy fashion magazine. Wow. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're so they're all just posing. Yeah, around the, it's what a fucked up school. <laughs> so weird, it's so wrong. But then Robin, in a bit of a baller move, puts up a poster saying she knows that basically the PBAs have forbidden anyone to join uh, to to compete. Yeah, and who's not them. a member of the yeah. PBAs. But then she's like, I know the Pibetas. Mm. They blackballed me. I accept their challenge. <gasps> It's pretty cool. It but like, is actually pretty cool. It's also not true, though. Like, I don't think the PBAs actually did do anything like that. <laughs> I'd say a, they probably did. I mean, maybe. Well, they do deny it, but it's yeah. also a pretty great publicity stunt. Yeah. It's good. Um, so, yeah, she asked for everybody's vote. And then, like, there's a factions. Oh, in... like, it's the school is divided. It's Team Jess versus Team, Team Robin. Robin. And uh, divided in a, in a very organised way. They're giving themselves names. <laughs> yeah. Like one part of the Sweet Valley football team called themselves the Robin Reaction. Oh, no, that's the chemistry club. Oh, that's the chemistry club. Sorry. Like, that, sorry, I have it here. It was, um, was it Alan Walters announced oh, they were yeah. naming their latest formula the Robin Reaction. I love the fact that they're like making Inventing gra- formula. They're making groundbreaking <laughs> strides in chemistry. Really? In high school. <laughs> It's the it's uh, part of the gladiators well, call yeah. themselves the Blackboard right. Brigade. Oh, amazing! <laughs> and uh, then another part of the you know I don't know wings, flanks. I don't know anything about American football. Uh, bread from Friday Night Lights, and it's been a while since I've watched. Some of the gladiators have a sign saying Jessica is just right. That's, that's right. That's a bit shit. Oh, it is. It sucks. The Robin one is better, and I think it's yeah, it's the offensive line and the defensive line. So it's like there's two uh, teams in a team. I think. Yeah, it's. I think it's like. Uh, you know, like your forwards and your defence in, yeah. in regular football, like yeah, soccer. Yeah, I don't know. Like I would literally watch the Super Bowl for the halftime shows. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only entertaining bit. Yep. Um, yeah, but the Black Ball Brigade have a sign with quite a slogan. It's so good. Would you like to share it? I would love to. Slightly <laughs> filthy. Robin has us throbbing. were <laughs> <laughs> It's filth. Pure filth. <laughs> oh my god. And. Oh so the the this is all going to happen at the football match yes. or game or whatever. And Liz manages to get a scoop with the very editor who had turned her down. Ah. He's like, I need someone to report on the game. He talks like somebody in his girl We've Friday. He's a newspaper yeah. man. That's right. Um, and then, uh, so Liz has got this assignment. And then at halftime, Enid and Winston, for some reason, run onto the pitch. Why are they doing this? Uh, I don't know. Is there, is there a committee? Are they oh. like... Who knows? In charge of something? I don't know. 
Are they? Someone has to organise. Someone has to organise Miss Teen Sweet Valley. I suppose. That's, that's true. <laughs> or I Miss mean, Sweet Valley, whatever it is. Yeah, who does organise all these competitions? Somebody has There's to. There's so much admin with this school with all the yes. dances and fucking pageants. She <laughs> yeah. like, God, it's a it's a miracle that they you know get through the day without like how do they have time for lessons? I, I suppose they no idea. I don't know. They don't really go to lessons very much. Yeah, not so much. Um, and of course, the winner is Robin. And she, her, her, I don't know, her task, her, her, her victory. Victory lap kind of. Involves, yeah. she goes around a pitch in a limo mm. and Bruce tries to join her. She sort of tricks Bruce. Yeah, she's like, ooh, Bruce, go get your Porsche and bring me around and in she's, that. And he's oh, like, oh okay. I'll be her consort because <laughs> yeah. he's got no memory. He's yeah. a goldfish. Oh, he's um, a <laughs> and uh, she basically tricks him into being her chauffeur. Yeah. And she <laughs> yeah. and Alan ride around in one voice one. Which is quite cool if this plan wasn't all slightly just based on healthy, horrible, <laughs> like yeah. self hatred. Oh god! Um, and then the PBAs ask Robin to join, but she turns them down. She does in your face, PBAs. And uh, and Jessica is also getting weary of the PBAs because she's got her sights set on a college man. Ooh, she does. Yeah, um, <laughs> but before we we cover the end of the book, we've got a subplot. Oh, we do, and uh, it's actually slightly more developed than some subplots. That's true, actually. Um, so basically, Lila is giving fa- Jessica all these fancy gifts. Yes, and she claims There's that, some, that yeah, it's like some aunt in New York who just has so much stuff that just randomly gives her things, and she's like, "Oh, Jessica, here, take this. I've got too many trinkets." Yeah. Um, and uh, that's what. Uh, Jessica tells Liz anyway um, but when Liz mentions this aunt who keeps giving Lila uh, her <laughs> random oh, presents random <laughs> presents Lila is a terrible cover story yeah. person because she's like what? She does not have a poker face oh, yeah. oh yes yes my aunt mm, yeah yes. oh that aunt yes <laughs> um, so uh, Liz goes to Lisette's mm. I think that's our first encounter with the interior of Lisette's. I think it is, yeah. Not Foxy Mama, of course. No. <laughs> Foxy Mama wouldn't sell such uh, tasteful. Such fancy goods. Yes. All imported from Paris, I guess. I yeah, well, they've got exclusives. So she sees the scarf mm. uh, that Lila's aunt supposedly gave Dangerous, her. Yes, yeah. But it turns out that it is, uh, it couldn't have been bought in New York where the imaginary aunt lives. Yeah. Because it's exclusive to Lisette's. Yeah. So Lizette has locked that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so obviously Lila's story doesn't hold told up and Liz is terrified by her own thoughts. It's like, well, calm down. <laughs> Relax, will you? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so then Lila starts wearing flashy clothes. Mm. And I, I wish we don't really get descriptions of them. Not really, no. No. Seems a bit of a They kind of fell down on the old outfits yeah, in this one. I'm a bit disappointed with yeah. that. Um and Liz basically asks Jess is any shoplifting going on yeah and, and Jess seems to be genuinely shocked she's horrified at the notion yes she's like Lila she's wouldn't need quite to insulted. Do, Lila wouldn't need to do that mm. um, but then Liz goes to the mall to get taught a watch strap yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's such a shit present it's like oh it's your birthday here's a watch, watch strap, strap. <laughs> yeah your, your strap is wearing out yeah. here's, a watch, here's a new one happy birthday I hate you <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she she, see, she sees quite a spectacle. She sees Lila in disguise. Oh my god! And she's she's stealing from the sets. Yeah, she sees her like steal a bracelet or something. Yeah. What a giant plot twist! Yeah. Um, but then Jessica is somehow arrested for shoplifting. Yeah, they it's think a bit, that she's the shoplifter. Yeah, it's a bit convoluted because I think Liz, when she was in Lizette's earlier, the oh, she shop suspicion. assistant was like, oh, someone's been stealing stuff and I think it's you. Something she's like, like that. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so terrified. Yeah, and then like she just kind of... Yeah, she probably did look really suspicious. Probably those shifty eyes. <laughs> yeah, because she's so shocked by the whole concept of shoplifting. Yeah. And then Jessica's arrested and Liz knows that it's Lila and yeah. set, goes to Lila and basically she makes says... makes her go in and confess. Oh, no. Pretty much, yeah. And Lila, actually quite sad, is sort of going, my father's a millionaire. He can buy me anything. Anything yeah. I tell you. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then she crumbles and she basically goes, oh, I'm doing it for attention. Yeah, pretty much. There's no... That's it. Like, yeah, it's, that's, there is no grand scheme here. No, it's literally just... Just, yeah. Attention. Um, so Liz gets her to come in, but then she faints. Yeah, she's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down, Lila. And her dad turns up and um, 
just to go to juvie well she has to go to juvenile hall for yeah, like a year because when I was reading it, I was like oh my god does I go to juvie and I forgot about this <laughs> it's exactly like, no, the same no, she no it's just like they stand in front <laughs> it's of like the judge a hearing or something yeah. yeah and her dad is actually nice to her so basically the lesson is pretend <laughs> shoplift, shoplift for, your... for attention it works yeah you'll get it and then he's like we'll all go for a fancy meal hooray and they do and Liz goes as well even though Liz does not like Lila so it's like yeah. why what? I can't think that doing? must have been so awkward it would have been wouldn't it they'd have nothing to talk about for like an hour yeah. it is really yeah, fancy it's really worth your fancy dinner it's like for the silently eating your pate oh god <laughs> mm. um, and that is basically it apart from the teaser for yes. So do you want to okay? Do yeah. The so yeah, Jessica kind of towards the end she brings up this dude that she's into. His name is Scott and he's in college. Mm. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth's a bit um, fearful of what this new adventure might mean for her impetuous twin. So our kind of teaser is Jessica with a college guy. <gasps> Elizabeth fears for her twin. No, sorry. <laughs> Elizabeth fears her twin has gotten in over her head this time. Is she right? Find out in Sweet Valley High number five. All, all night, night long. long. All night. <laughs> all night. All night long. <laughs> if only that was oh. like it came with the soundtrack. Needed more Lionel Richie. Yeah. Um, and that's it. But do you have any statistics and Ooh, outfits yes. for us? Okay. Uh, pretty low on the old... Uh, Statistics, pretty much. Aww. Yeah, for the old blue green eyes, they only get three mentions. Yeah, it's not bad. You no, know, it's, it's not great. It's, it's been better. It has. Uh, the blondness gets four shout outs. Oh, of course. People blush like nine times. Just still. That's quite, quite a lot. Quite a bit of blushing. That's more than I do in an average week or and two. And then, uh, horribly, the amount of references to Robin being overweight is like 30. Oh my god! Thirty. Like this book, it's a. Yeah, it's there's really like, short. There's like 150 pages in this book. Yeah, and that's. Like, 30 references that is is so too many wrong yeah that's bad to cheer us up are there any outfits any Uh, good outfits uh, okay (laughs) there's from the 10th dresses obviously well god yeah we won't even go near those Mm. Uh, there is a great actually piece of jewellery one of the things that Lila has nicked is a ring and it's uh, Elizabeth examined the gold ring it was magnificently crafted with an Egyptian pharaoh's head carved on it. Jesus. And I have to say, I would totally wear a ring like that. A pharaoh's head. <laughs> I love it. Not even like a hieroglyph. Like, no, I just go full on Tutankhamun on your hand. Oh, like a giant, like, I'm just imagining it's sort of, you know, it's got a scarab as yeah, well. It's just, big. Like oh, I'm wow. sitting here with like a Chewbacca ring. So you were, really that judge. is, and it is a pretty good Chewbacca ring. Oh, imagine if that was the head of a pharaoh. If it, only. It would be. I can but dream. Well, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> it is. And then, uh, yeah, so. Lila's got, Lila's got good taste in shoplifting. She does, she does, in fairness. I mean, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, Don't get any ideas, kids. Yeah. Just say no. Oh, to yeah, yeah. Theft. Shoplifting is bad. Um, but, yeah, then, so, yeah, not so much an outfit, but it is, like, probably the most 80s sentence in the world. Ooh. So it's, <laughs> Elizabeth dropped her books on a table and descended on her sister. Uh, Jessica <laughs> was wearing leotards and exercising with Jane Fonda via video and I love that it's leotards plural. It's like, yeah. How many leotards is she wearing? Oh my wearing? God, is she doing that <laughs> thing where they'd be like... Layering up. Yeah, like a long-sleeved leotard underneath with oh. a top, really sort of strappy one. Okay, yeah. It came down multi-leotards. Amazing. I bet she's wearing leg warmers too. She must be. I can, yeah, I, I can only assume that there are leg warmers involved and like a sweatband around her head or something. Oh my God. She really... Yeah. Well... It actually, this book actually also introduces um, Jessica's weird fascination with the number 137. Oh, this is its debut. It yeah. is. And what a debut. Like, I've kind of marked out all the bits where she <laughs> says some variation of 137. And it's like, Robin can get carried away 437 times a day, you know. Ooh. Like, oh, okay, so we start off with 400. Yeah, but then she's soon, does she settle into she, not, the, not the standard? Really. They, well, the standard is 137. Yes, which so does go on in, in future books. It does. So she's like, maybe if she ran around the track about 137 <gasps> times a day. Oh, she's using like, 137 for meanness. Oh, yeah, she's using her powers for evil. Mm. My head is going to burst into at least 537 pieces. <gasps> <laughs> so it's just a 37 with random She's other all over the place in this one. Bits. I told her 837 Whoa. times. Oh. It's just escalating. Wow, she's she's cranking up the she's getting more exa- uh, exaggerating more as she gets more worked up more with the drama. More. <laughs> yeah. As the uh, the tension mounts. There's more. Nothing but the usual 137 disasters and oh. boring business and politics she says. Okay, the standard. So yeah, we're back to the 137. Yeah. So she she just it okay. was, she just got overexcited. This is it. a pretty good one, but it's it's quite a 
decrease from the uh, the usual. Bruce Patman is the jerkiest person in 37 states and Mexico. Whoa! That's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And it's true. <laughs> Love it, Jessica Byrne. Um, but yeah, then... Oh, God, okay, so the last one. Oh, Liz, that nonsense is about 737th on my list of concerns. Well... She's she's kind of finding her feet. I she think is. She's you know, working it out. Yeah. She's, she's putting out feelers, but uh, she does eventually settle on 137. Yeah. <laughs> and confirm. that is the classic. <laughs> but just um, like, what a debut, because it's just it's she's rampant go- throughout that book. Yeah, she is. She's milking her her yeah. love of numerical exaggeration Big time. As, uh, as much as she can. Yeah. Um, and, you know, since we were last in, in the studio, we found out that there was going to be a Sweet Valley film. That's right, yeah. And we're very excited about I'm this. I'm so excited. Oh my I God. <laughs> and um, I've been wondering about casting. Ooh. And I have an idea. I'm going to run this by you. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, dream casting. Mm. Fan casting. Do we count as fans? I mean, what we are, are we really? We, we are fans. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's a you know, complex relationship. I, yeah. <laughs> we'll call it fan casting. I think that they should do a Wet Hot American Summer and cast it entirely with actors in their 40s. Oh my God. <laughs> to I, really lean into the kind of yes. Saved by the Bell. Exactly. And I think Amy Poehler oh my to God. play Jessica and Elizabeth. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you think? Oh my God. I love it. I know. We just said to this end of the universe. Whoa. Let's make this happen. <laughs> somehow. Game changer. <laughs> Can you imagine? It would be amazing. Oh my God. Who could play Bruce? I think Paul Rudd could pull that off yeah. yeah he's usually so nice so it's like but he's I don't know if you've seen West Hot American Summer it is, it is very funny but yeah. it is a bunch of you know people in their 40s playing yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> crazy teens teens and now like 20 somethings oh, um, as it goes on but he plays a bad boy oh, really okay yeah oh, that's yeah that could definitely work so, so I Bruce. think he, I think he could do Bruce <laughs> and he's got the comic so we're just going to use the cast from White Americans so yeah I'm going to make it work that's true well, it's, it's like you know Elizabeth Banks is in there oh brilliant like, uh, oh, Bradley God. Cooper in the original like Fantastic. he could play Todd he totally could play Todd <gasps> oh my God this is perfect. It kind yeah. of writes itself. I know. So, yes, I think rather than getting some <laughs> random Disney teenagers, bring in the big guns. Big time. Let them at it. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now we've, we've, we've made it through PowerPlay. Um, we did. We did it. We powered through PowerPlay. <laughs> yeah. And it was quite a challenge, oh, as God. you can imagine. So, yeah. so, listeners, if you have any feelings about this um, horror show <laughs> of the book, Fucking hell. <laughs> Please get, get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, you can contact us uh, very easily. You can contact us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. And we do really love reading your tweets. We have very much appreciated everybody's tweets. Love getting those notifications. It's yes. very exciting. And uh, please subscribe to us on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We are, yeah. yeah. And we're on Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. And the other one, the Stitcher. Yeah, <laughs> the whatever Stitcher. it is. The Stitcher. The Stitcher. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it Hippity is. Hop. <laughs> um, and uh, none of this would be happening at all if it wasn't for Headstuff. We are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the Headstuff Podcast Network um, on Twitter at HSPodNetwork or at ThisHeadstuff. And uh, there's loads of other amazing shows that... Um, if you enjoy this show, I think you particularly like Juvenalia. I love Juvenalia. Because it's so great. So and it, uh, it also features people looking back. Taking <laughs> a nostalgic look. A nostalgic look. Usually slightly less angry than we yeah. are. But, yeah. You know. Um, so thanks for listening. And we will see you in two weeks when we delve into. Oh, yeah. Book five. All night long, all night. All night long, all night. Oh, please don't let me sing anymore. (laughs) Wait till next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye, bye. The first ever Dublin Podcast Festival is happening this September 19th to the 30th. Brian Reed from S-Town, My Dad Wrote a Porno, Scroobius Pips, Distraction Pieces, Criminal, The Memory Palace and Welcome to Night Vale are all coming to town. Joining them are great Irish podcasts like Jarlath Regan's and Irishmen Abroad, the women's podcast, Dubland, What's the Story Pod with This Feels Terrible. 
The all-day podcast extravaganza is an all-day event including Fair Game, The Sunday Sermon, Stoneface Film Podcasts, Inside Politics and Potterooney, with wonderful Headstuff Podcast Network pods like Personality Bingo, The Alison Spittle Show, Juvenalia, No Encore, Reviewables and With Relish. That's the 19th to the 30th of September. Definitely an event not to be missed. Tickets are available from Ticketmaster and usual outlets. More information on DublinPodcastFestival.ie and Headstuff.org. The Dublin Podcast Festival is brought to you by Headstuff and Aiken Promotions. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.